Ah, the comforting music that lets us know it's time for Like Trees Walking. Uh, it um, gets me every time. And uh, the more, actually, podcasts I listen to, the more I love our theme song. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of awful podcast theme songs i've noticed with and a couple have just that i like that i listen to frequently have just picked up a theme song and i'm like you picked up a theme song because the the podcast people said you need a theme song for your show and they got just some subpar suboptimal theme song and we are so thank you daniel hupp i love the like trees walking theme i like that you're throwing shade at other podcasts I am. already feeling <laughs> and you know i mean there's a couple there's i'm not gonna name names but there's a couple in particular where i'm like I like your podcast. Your theme music, it doesn't, when I hear it, it makes me cringe as opposed to go like, oh, yeah, here like comes the pop. Rubbing your hands in anticipation. And speaking of that, uh, Dave, who are we and what are we doing here? Uh, I am Pastor David Berge. Yeah, that's oh, all. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I, oh, that I, was a throw to that me? That was a throw you didn't to give you. me the, you oh. know, the, the finger spun around and then pointing I'm, at me. I'm Pastor I'm David Berge. And, and I am Michael J. Nelson. What are we doing here? We are doing a podcast called Like Trees Walking. This is the podcast where we talk about the big, important issues to every human being, the things we all have to confront. Who are we? Why are we here? Who is God? How should we live? What now shall we do? Mm. We talk about these things because they're important, but we do it in a very lighthearted manner. And, you know, we do it from a Christian perspective, but we are welcoming all comers, no comers, um, yeah, barbarians, Scythians, mm-hmm. uh, Jews, and Greeks. Uh, you know, it's hard come to think, on, come on. Yeah, exactly. Is there any group that we exclude? And I, and I would say, I don't know. I mean, I guess mass murderers. I mean, you're never knew. Hopefully, we can. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can change a mind on you, mass murderers and never nudes out there. But there no. are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens of us. <laughs> Ah, the references are flying fast. You'll have to look that one up, folks. But be careful when you put it in a search engine. I mean, I hope the results would be like very clean. But yeah, I hope so. You never Just know. Just make sure you got a filter on yeah, it. Yeah. Don't let the kids do it. <laughs> All right. So in that spirit today, let me just give you a rundown yeah, of the show. Run them down. Um, I have, uh, we're going to do a, a little meme segment. This is hot off the press. Explain that uh, meme. meme. Exactly. One that is, uh, I don't know if it's delighted or simply troubled or puzzled or maybe a combination of both, mm-hmm. but hopefully we can uh, hash that out. And then uh, I have a quiz for you. And this is a... A new twist on the quiz. All you have to do is complete two right answers, and the quiz is over, and you're done, and you get to walk out, and you get a lollipop, and you get to go home and this tell is... your mommy that you did a, did good. But otherwise, we're going to grind it out. So the audience is with you. They're behind you on this It's one. like back in, in high school basketball practice. You'd shoot free yeah. throws at the end of practice, and someone had to make two free throws in a row for yeah. like the practice to run. But if you didn't make two free throws to run, you'd have to keep running sprints. Right. So, folks, I'm going to try to make two free throws in a row. So you're like, um, you know, the, the in the Marine Corps or something, like everybody has to complete it. You're the one. If you mess up, everyone's punished. So let's see... Uh, you know, just get ready for that. I have to get two correct or two consecutive correct? I'll explain it when Okay, it all right, all right, all right. I'm jumping the gun. I'm jumping You're the gun. You're jumping the gun. But uh, let's get to our big topic no, of the day. No, let's not get to our big topic of the day, Mike. Oh, I have some we... business I want to take care oh, of okay. before we get into it. The, if right. you're listening to this, but this is very time sensitive. If you are listening to this podcast on or before March 8th, 2017, and you are in the Minneapolis, St. Paul, greater Twin Cities metropolitan area, we want to invite you to come to Light Trees Walking Live. 
at the Uptown VFW, James Ballantine, post number 246 on Thursday night, 7 p.m. It is free, free, free. We will be potting live um, there. Come, show up, grab a drink, grab an app, maybe some some hot mozzarella sticks and share them with me and Mike. That would be nice. Uh, Buy us a drink. That would also be nice. We'll be on stage uh, taking on a big topic. Um, uh, It's called Star Wars Episode Zero, The Myth of Christianity. That's right. We'll yeah. be we'll be defending that. Uh, there'll be some live music afterwards uh, with uh, with some of our friends. So it's going to be a really a really fun night. And so we want to invite you come on come all to this event, um, March eighth, twenty seventeen. Now you were talking up uh, earlier when uh, when you were doing uh, promos for this the free parking. Is that oh yeah, st- there is, is that yeah. still yeah operable. And I think I'm going to take just thirty seconds to describe the free parking. So the James Ballantine is in a very desirable location the post the vfw post very Mm -hmm. desirable location uh lake and lindale in minneapolis uh fabulous city of minneapolis minnesota now they have a parking lot behind it that's free but it is difficult to find because it's surrounded by huge apartment buildings however if you this is a hot tip yeah this is a hot tip okay you're not going to get to the parking lot from lindale you have to go around the corner, so you're going to go down Lake Street and then turn like you're heading north, on, or you're going to head north on Aldrich Avenue, and about you know, a couple hundred feet down the block, boom, there's going to be an entrance to a parking ramp. Wow, it this is, is free. secret, yeah. And so you want to park when you're in uptown. Parking is always like a nightmare. So, but it's free. We have like free parking at the VFW Post. So see there, you can go there. It's on Aldrich. Um, Avenue, you'll see the back side of uh, the of the VFW post. Go park there, and that's where the doors are to get in anyway. So park behind it, and you can park for free. And then there's a guy, there's a black door with a little sliding entrance, and a guy's going to open that little door, and then mm-hmm. you tell him, uh, one banana, two banana. Don't say three banana, or you're in big trouble. But okay. otherwise, that's the secret to get in, okay? So, yeah. So, folks, we'd love to see you. Just want you to know about that. All right. That was was an important bit of business. Let's get to the big question. Dave, I have a simple proposition for you I'd like you to react to. Okay. Dave, you can't legislate morality. Stop it. Why are you even trying? You can't do it. I mean it both you shouldn't do it and you can't. So what say you to this? Oh, that's a gauntlet thrown. Uh, Mike, you said you can't legislate morality? You said you cannot. That's right. Mike... Here's my response to that. Yeah. You cannot not legislate what? morality. What did you just do? Yeah, I just turned it on you. Man, because I, this, so this is one that you hear, um, uh, you know, particularly when there's contentious, I would say contentious issues are being thrown around. Think of the, the hot button issues of the day. And people say, you can't legislate morality. What you're trying to do is legislate morality. And, and, and I would say, buh. Like, you can't not legislate morality. When you're describing the purpose of a particular law, there is always, I mean, maybe we can think of some rare exceptions, but on the big important stuff, there is always a moral component to the justification of each and every law. And when let me be clear, when we're talking about morality, we're talking about what is the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, we're talking about, again, we're bringing up the ought, right? You ought, you ought to, to do, do this, this, and we are ought not to do this. Right, okay, so, and so proceed. And so there, there is, sure, there's certain, and so what we're always talking about is a particular vision of, of the good, 
right? What is the good that we want to pursue as, 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 as a body politic, as a, as a polity? What is, what is the good society, the good ends that we want to pursue? And so in order to do that, are there some legal strictures that we need to put in place that will um, coercively prohibit people from certain actions or coerce them to do certain actions? Um, and so the, 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 the question isn't one of should we legislate morality or not, or, but instead, which times do we need to legislate morality or not to try to build the kind of society that we want to build? So, for example, I mean, let's think of things. This is very, very, I think simple but gets the point of point across so uh hate crimes legislation mm-hmm. for me that's a very clear instance of that is morality moral justification is baked into the law so uh dylan roof who was the uh the the character who went into the the, the church uh, mother emmanuel church in uh, was it charleston mm-hmm. i think so yeah. um went into charleston you know sat in a bible study with these folks uh, uh these black folks at a, at a church went in there because he wanted to he said he wanted to incite a race war that was his purpose going in there to sit with these um black christians in a bible study and then after an hour he you know murdered them um uh in cold blood and with hate in his heart with the purpose to incite a race war and so the law says not only are you being charged with murder because murder killing people is wrong right that's morally wrong that's part of the justification for that law am i right is that a valid justification well, for having it a law it seems like you're murder? legislating morality so well, let's see where this goes yeah so that's not only is that wrong but the the hate that was in your heart the your your targeting of this specific group because of their race is also something that is illegal that that the law um that the law prohibits and will punish because it, you know it's one thing to murder someone um in a in a fit of rage or a peak of jealousy or as part of a, a crime gone bad we go that's illegal that's horrible that's wrong but there's an extra dimension of evil when you target that person just because of something like their race and so we're saying the law has to, in order to build the kind of society we want to build, a, a just and a fair and a good, a good society, we need to punish um, that act of hatred, uh, separate from even the act of murder itself. Yeah, or bake I mean, that even, even all charges of murder, there are, everybody knows, there are degrees of that. And, and what is that if not... You know, murder one. There's you know manslaughter. Which you're making still... kind of you're making more, and the law in there is making moral distinctions. Obviously, right? Yeah. It's, these, these are tough ones, and they're still we. Yeah, it's worse to it's worse to premeditate. You know, to have a premeditated murder, something where you sit around and plan it and, and stalk that person and then and then kill them. You know, we go that's that's awful. That's, yeah, that's... murder one, premeditated, hor- horrific. It's monstrous. You know, you walk in on. Uh, your wife with another guy and you kill him that's really bad yeah but it's murder too right because that's no there's no there's no premeditation attached to it and then hitting someone with your car while you're texting and killing them really 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 bad awful thing to do but we don't punish that in the same way that we do you know we call that vehicular manslaughter so the law is legislating morality yeah it's always doing that uh, the common way this is used, I think, just to give one example, might be um, uh, marijuana advocates or something would say, you know, why are you fighting this war against that you can't legislate 
morality in this sense. You can't, why try to stop people from doing this? Isn't that one of the examples where it's generally used at these sort of around the fringes thing of, of, uh, of one person's morality? But that's exactly what's at, that's what we're trying to we're, figure out. We're, we're trying to legislate the morality or lack of, you know, the, the, we're trying to guide ourselves in this manner, whether or not you agree with it that's that's what this is all and about. i think that i think the most compelling argument is that is 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 making the case that this that this act while you personally might not agree with it is not morally objectionable enough to have the law um the law sanctioning its use or prohibiting its use so you know uh and these are these are these are always around the the fringe cases um you, you know now it's a lot of times around things like uh, drug use, particularly marijuana, but it, in the past, it's been around things like obscenity and you know pornography. Um, and so the question is, does does that do those things rise to the degree of immoral enough that they require the sanction of law? That's the debate. That's the discussion. Right. It's like we're, we're we we all agree that we need to legislate morality to some yeah. degree, but the specific cases are where the debate lies and that's where the interesting discussion lies so it's not you can't legislate morality but does this fall under the something the something that we think should be legislated for building the kind of good society that we want to you know and and uh, this is you know this this is where the interesting yeah cases and i would even make are. the argument that uh you're you're i'm agreeing with your proposition you can't not legislate take the example of uh, infidelity i think in almost every poll vast vast majorities of people still think it is immoral yes to infidelity in in marriage or even in long-term relationships uh we do not legislate that in in the sense that we do not prosecute when someone is clearly guilty of this but that is a form of legislation we are saying this does not rise to the level to punish and so therefore in a way it's legislated yeah. in that it's not we There's we are aware of it we understand its implications, and we think that the, you know, punishing it in that way causes more problems than it solves, etc. And so, in a way, we're legislating by saying, "Deal with it yourself." Yep, and not through and, our courts, and you could legislate it, but around other things like, um, you know, uh, adults and and minors and that sort of stuff, uh, like which has been in the news recently. We legislate that because we go, uh, it's you know, even with kids who are adolescents and they're post pubescent that's still they're not they're not in the place where they can offer consent that's immoral that's part of the thing is it is it's it's immoral because it's harmful to the child and 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 that is an immoral act to harm a child even if that child is uh you know 15 or 6 you know 13 14 15 years old that's wrong so we're going to legislate that yeah. So we should legislate morality. And I think it would be a monstrous society, one which we wouldn't want to live in, in which people said you can't legislate morality or you shouldn't ever legislate morality. That's That would be it's the purest form of anarchism. And, you know, it sounds hellacious. Yeah. I'm trying to think uh, you mentioned it earlier. Is there a single thing that you can think of that uh, a bit of legislation that isn't legislating morality. I'm just while we were talking, I was thinking like even the U-turn in a shopping mall parking lot. You know, you can't take a U-turn here. That seems very. It's just a yeah. It's just a rule. But that's I'm that's legislating morality because it involves people's experience and safety at a 
at a stupid shopping mall. And so we make a rule. You can't take a U-turn at this little thing, even if it, you know, that that's morality, right? What, I mean, like... Maybe, maybe there's little bits of the uniform commercial code or, yeah, or something. Yeah, like, reg- like what, you know, like regulation. Type form to, necessary to send in a... But even that is, there's there's a reason behind it. And, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe if we combed the archives, we could find something that was so absurd and stupid that it didn't, that it was... You know, maybe someone passed a law out of some weird sense of spite once or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I can't think. You can't walk downtown on Tuesdays if there's a full moon and maybe some insane legislator just saw if he could get that passed or something. You know? Right, <laughs> right. But, I mean, in, in, in yeah, it's, it's actually a big challenge. Think of a law that doesn't have some sort of morality or moral justification behind it i mean i think it would be incredibly hard because every law is trying is picturing some try the pursuit of some greater good which has a moral component to it right undeniably so what are people really talking about when they're saying don't don't legislate morality or you shouldn't legislate morality i think what they're saying is uh, uh i want to continue to do this whatever i i you know if in the case of marijuana like stop having laws yeah i smoke pot and think it's okay and so you don't legislate me but that's just that's just throwing your voice in for where you fall on the legislation yeah but, and, but and, and 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 you, you know you might be right you go it's listen it's like uh it's like drinking alcohol you know both of these are uh, mind mood altering substances. One, we say twenty one year old. You know, we say people who are over the age of twenty one can consume it legally, recreationally. We don't. We don't care. You're saying pot's basically the same thing. Is 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 the argument? So it's uh, it's it's more. It's a the moral case is being made for why it should be excluded from um, from uh, prohibition. But there's still legalities put around it because hey, no 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 you have to sell it at these specific things and we have to have these kind of standards around it and people below a certain age shouldn't be able to do it you know so there's still morality being legislated e- even within things that we permit yeah there's still and, boundaries and, there and i think another component of the you can't legislate morality is often thrown at religious people if they were to make a religious argument in pursuit of legislation then it's like what do you, you can't do that that's unfair that's out of bounds uh, that's a weird argument that started. It seems to have grown steam in the last couple of decades. Where yeah, and it's you... it's weird for me because I hear that on the one hand, and then I also hear things like, um, you know, this in, invocation again of of this idea we see in doc, in Dr. Martin Luther King, like the arc, you know, this idea of history, the arc of moral history bending towards justice. That to me seems like a kind of a teleological. That yeah. seems like a theological ar- argument you know to be honest that's mm-hmm. a religious argument for sure and that can be invoked for certain things but not for other things right you yeah. know i yeah. mean so sauce for the goose sauce for the gander yeah and plus just on its face it's pretty stupid because you know the the uh proponents of the anti-slavery and, and they were all religious and as you say the civil rights i mean many many great those are moral moral, moral religious arguments and and uh, uh, even even today there's you know religious arguments being made when when uh, you know we're, we're living in a time when there's a question of what do we do with people who are are fleeing conflict trying to come to this country uh, immigrants how do we treat them that there is frequent you know biblical theological arguments um being made uh around around those issues and we want to say like that those are those are out of bounds i guess like 
when it supports my cause, it's okay. And when it's against my cause, it's not okay. I, I suppose that's how many of us operate yeah. most yeah. of the time. You know what I mean? That it's in bounds when it supports me and it's out of bounds when I don't. Right. But to exclude religious rationale from um, like the considerations of morality to me seems like unfair. Why should I have to check my deepest core convictions yeah. at the door but you don't i mean even think of something like prostitution you know should prostitution be legal or not and people say you can't legislate morality you, you can't and it's like well and then you know why should it be illegal and you go well this is uh, you're commodifying something that is sacred and you are defacing you know basically a person made in the Im- image of god like that to me is a compelling part of a compelling um uh, a compelling religious moral argument to be made against the legalization of prostitution people go no 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 you can't legislate morality right they basically mean like check your particular theological convictions yeah. at the door so what should people say if we might suggest to these people raising this argument before you raise it what what's a better way to state the, the what they're trying to get across uh for the person who's saying you can't legislate yeah. morality how should yeah. they phrase it um i don't find your particular um, moral reasoning compelling. Here's why. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> um, That's what you're saying. And and so yeah, let's do away with this this silly notion that you can't legislate morality. And maybe maybe the truth, the truer statement that I would agree with is you can't legislate virtue. So laws, in and of themselves, are incapable of making human beings virtuous in the sense that they're good people who want to pursue the good aren't just coerced to right mm-hmm. would yeah. you agree with that yeah i think that's true although i uh i in high school i had a friend whose uh, dad was the sheriff it was a small town mm-hmm. so and his saying was locks keep honest people honest <laughs> just meaning like you could get through this right. law this lock but you know when you you don't because it it reminds you of your own morality mm-hmm. and your this, it's wrong to steal. Yeah, if you shake a handle and it's open, you know you might just go. Oh, now I'm taking. Now the camel's nose is in the yep, tent, so yep. to speak. Uh, so, all right, I think we settled that. That was good. We 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 settled that. That was a good bracing way to get our uh, our week started. Our week that heads into our live show March eighth. Mere da- mere days away. Days away. Mere days away. And we are excited. And uh, we'll do a little appeal from the pastor here. And then we'll be back with a quiz and uh, explain that meme. I really need your help on this, people. I do not understand this meme, and it's huge. So we'll be back with that in just a moment. All right. I rode across the windswept plains. Hello, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this podcast um, and continuing to share it and spread the good word, we you know look at our statistics uh, and we see um, every week we have more and more listeners. We really appreciate that. So um, a couple of things you could do that would really help us get the word out even more. Um, first is if you listen to the podcast, just go ahead wherever you listen to it and click subscribe. Um, that'll help us, and then you can always get the freshest episodes. Um, please, if you haven't already, uh, give us a rating and a review. Those keep climbing. Um, those are very helpful for people uh, to discover it. 
You can also go to liketreeswalkingpod.com to uh, always get an archive of our shows, read our bios, see about anything else that's going on. You can follow us on social media. There is a Like Trees Walking Facebook page. Like it. We actually have a social media manager now, so there will be more and more content um, for you to engage with. So you can like it on Facebook, or you can follow us on Twitter uh, at LTWPod, L-T-W-P-O-D, or you can always follow um, at Michael J. Nelson or at David underscore Berge to see the shenanigans um, that we are up to uh, apart from the podcast and including it. So, yeah, March 8th, we'll see you there. Thank you so much for all your love and your support and your shares uh, and listening it, we appreciate it it means the world to us let's get back to the show all right we are back and uh dave it's time you ready yeah i'm ready explain that meme Very true to the 70s to have a long time. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. It is time to explain that meme. Is this only the second time we've explained a meme? I think, no, I think we've done it at least three. Really? Okay. I know we did Harambe. Yeah. I can't think of any other meme that we explained. Yeah, we did. We explained, oh, gosh. I don't know. I audience somebody yeah. call, call in please <laughs> call, with the answer please. Yeah, we don't, don't remember our own show i have no idea uh all right this uh came to me just a couple days ago this the, what's the date today is it the uh, it's march 3rd third march 3rd so this is uh in terms of memeness this is i guess would be ancient uh i had not heard of it me usually, neither i'm usually I'm, i've got my ear to the ground on these memes as we as we you sometimes even create them as <laughs> yes. with rebecca black we found out that's right but this one i missed the boat on and uh so I watched it. It was it had racked up millions and millions and millions of views, uh, a bunch of remixes, and I have to say I'm puzzled by it. So I found out about it via a text. Like someone sent me a, sent a text to me referencing this meme, and I was like, I was like, this must be some kind of like meme or joke, but I don't I yeah, don't know yeah. what it's in reference to right. at all. It's always uh, hard to track to backtrack a meme, or when you go on Twitter and you see everyone doing the same thing, and you're like, what what is yeah. the basis of this? What is going on? What was the uh, what was the time? I'm 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 looking it up right. I'm looking up right now. I just I think I got it on. T- I think I got it on Tuesday, actually. Uh, and so yeah, so I will definitely be able to. Uh, I'll definitely be able to describe it. So uh, we were texting. Uh, oh, I was texting with a friend, just back and forth, joking about something, and then he said he was going to send me a Bitmoji, which is like the cartoons of yourself or whatever. We Bitmoji back and forth, and he said. Uh, Bitmoji ain't working. Cash me outside. Okay. And then, and then I was like, what? And then on Wednesday, I discovered what he was talking discovered about. Discovered this delight right here. This is the uh, from the Dr. Phil show. Uh, Dr. Should, Phil McGraw. We should warn you in advance, uh, Dr. Phil is like Dr. Dre. He is not an actual medical doctor. <laughs> he, he is like Dr. Pepper. He does not have... <laughs> he is not accredited, but he does have a TV show where he talks to people like he's a doctor so that's kind of cool um was did he come from oprah is that where he came from yeah he was he was knighted by oprah and uh did she do dr oz too yeah 
She like he's a real medical doctor. Yeah, I know. Doctor Phil is not right. No, he's not. He's like a car but salesman. Oprah, or something. like she's a king. She's a kingmaker. Oh, absolutely. She's she's yeah. She's great. I remember. I remember when Doctor Phil broke through. I believe I was a sophomore in college. I had a really cornball roommate who was like lo- he loved that segment on the Oprah show. Like, oh, Dr. Phil, oh, this guy was a real... Is that a a good impression of this guy? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, this guy... He sounds like a terrible roommate. (laughs) He he was a well-meaning... People are going to be able to figure out who this person is. No, 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 no. This person is buried deep in the lore of my life. Uh, But he's like, oh, man. He he would just turn it on in our our living room, and and he would just, like, love... He, like, because Dr. Phil was always, you know, telling it like it was. Oh, shooting straight, no, yeah, he's doesn't straight suffer shooter. fools, and and my roommate was just loving, loving the straight talk from Doctor Phil, right, well, and he literally was like, "Wow, oh, yeah, wow." Did you were you roommates with Doctor John, the, uh, the, <laughs> the Zydeco singer, the, the late great now Doctor John, right? Yeah, wow, oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Zydeco, awful. there's a little yeah. Zydeco in All this. Right, here we go. This is the meme. You probably figured it out by now. If not, you're welcome, everyone. Here we go. Streetwise. Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. <laughs> She's talking about the audience that they're laughing at her. Did Did you say the 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 hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside. <laughs> what does that mean? What I just said. Catch her outside, and she'll go outside and do what she has to do. Love the mama's interpreter. Yeah. That's what she's talking about. Like oh, what I yeah, this no, is okay, all, yeah. This is all, but don't you see that this is all mouth? This is mouth. Oh, so, so you, you want to take this outside? Because I think they can bring cameras outside. Really? Because I think I flipped you. You want to do it again? <laughs> what is okay, the flipping? I don't know Please what the don't. flipping this is. This is not the place. Hey, and this is not sit the place. down. Sit down. All right. Flip me now. Leave it till the flip me now. Flip me now. Sorry, that had a, a, a post tag on it that I did not expect. Uh, what is that? Explain. Cat. Well, first of all, set the scene. It's obviously you probably figured it out from context. A mom and a thirteen-year-old girl, out of control, thirteen-year-old. Oh man, she's she can't be disciplined. Doctor Phil, what do I do? Yeah, and so she's a, a, a saucy little thirteen-year-old. Yes, um, she. I mean, it's a tale as old as time, and by old as time, I mean as old as like when Jerry Springer was on the air. Which is what's funny <laughs> to me that this became a meme because. As like a kid at home, you know, after school between the hours of three and five p.m., there's like such like you know it was you'd watch Springer or you'd watch Mori Povich or something, and you know between the like is it my kid and like uh, the the clan coming you know they always have these like crazy creatures yeah. that would come on and then there'd be the frequent my kid is out of control and the kids are out of control. And in Springer, they would even go, like, fight the audience. Like, they would go in and, like, fight the audience. Not cash me outside. It would be like, cash yeah. me right here. And, and Steve had to break things up. And then Steve Steve got his own show. He We're did. not going to get into that. Can I, uh, you know how you, you always marvel at the my past. I uh, I know the creator is a, is a friend of mine of Jerry Springer. Really? Yeah, and he's a wonderful guy and uh, very funny. He's mostly a, was a comedian. And he just started it. It was as a joke. He he was like a pioneer of the reality television stuff. And uh, I did a, a pilot for him that I, I pray to the Lord never surfaces. Uh, it's, <laughs> of a, of a nothing, talk show? Yeah, yeah. well, sort of. Whoa. A, a reality show. Whoa. I, I hosted. Do you still have it? No. 
You don't have like a tape we could like watch in the basement here? No, it's one of those things like, you know, every now and then I, I scream myself awake going, oh no, does that exist? <laughs> it's nothing that I did that was embarrassing. It was just that the, the, the concept itself was a little, it was just sort of stupid. Okay. It, it wasn't, it's not like, you know, I, I'm, I'm you're, mostly, I'm joking. You're I, not like, and the father is? No, okay. no, 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 nothing like that. But I'll, I'll explain off air. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Anyway, so uh, that's all to say, this is not new, this phenomenon of like an out of a control teen. And even speaking in this, I mean, she's, as far, I can't remember her exact name, but it's an Italian sounding last name. Okay. And, you know, she's obviously trying to not, she doesn't sound like a Italian little white girl, basically. You know, she's trying to talk street slang, jive, um, as they used to say. Yeah, but she ends up sounding like uh, the Cajun chef, you know? <laughs> oh, spicy oh, Cajun! Spicy. How about that? I guarantee you're going to like it. How about you kiss me outside? Oh, yeah. Oh, cayenne pepper. How about mm, that? That's so spicy. How about that? Yeah, it's very odd. But it did lead to this. Let's just close it out. We we can't explain it. So let's let uh, this remix. Let's let this remix okay. explain it and bring you home. This has... Uh, as of right now, has 16 million views. Who is this? Uh, this is, I guess, a famed trap music. Uh, he's a certain DJ. I can't find his name right now. Can someone explain trap music to me? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Is it just like repetitive stuff with is a beat? trap music, that's a kind of music? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Kind of music. See, this is so so There's also a genre of music called crunk and beat. Oh, Lil yeah, John, I have heard of that. I didn't. I, I didn't know it was Crunk and B. I knew it was Crunk, but I didn't know the A and B was that. Well, let's just. This is the rest of the show, folks. <laughs> Trap music, cash me outside. So we have to say that. I mean, I think the what makes it what what explains it a little bit is I think the juxtaposition between this like little, you know. I mean, it's sad. She's 13 years old. Yeah, she's a wee little girl. She's at you know sort of she's sort of cute and she should you know. And there's nothing uh, she's, intimidating they when she's like, her up, which is it, sort of, they did it's, tart her up. It's it's it's, it's, it's really it's, gross. Yeah. Um. And this idea, of, and I mean, you know, uh, she's 13. Um. I I did a little reading in the background. Her parents went through, I think, what was a very nasty split. I don't know if they were ever married, but uh, they had a really nasty split, very bitter custody dispute. So clearly, she's kind of a pawn in this very dysfunctional relationship between her parents. She's from Florida. That doesn't help. Um, anything or anyone. Her father was a Florida man. Florida that's, man. That's the problem. Right I think he's there. like a police officer or a sheriff or a sheriff's yeah. officer, or deputy. I don't know. But anyways, you know. So so she, there's a strong juxtaposition between how she looks and how she talks and the absurdity of this act yeah. that she's doing. That's and now we're in an era where you can have memes. So she's sort of like the perfect like, <laughs> and you know, catch me outside. Like it's it sounds Cajun and funny. I did laugh at uh, Dr. Phil's, like, flat sort of trying to be, uh, you know, the unemotional adult in the Cash me outside. Is that what you're... You know, this is <laughs> what are you doing, you clown? You, this is your... This whole show, clown show, is your... Don't sit back and pretend you're the voice of and reason it, or something. Is it... What's most offensive to me about the show is that, yeah, he sits like he's above the fray. But he <laughs> needs this girl. Like, he is... I think exploiting, I mean, of don't he's think he's exploiting yeah. her. He's clearly exploiting this yeah. girl and yeah. being like, oh, I'm Dr. Phil, the voice of reason. Looked at these screwed up people. I know. It's absurd. Well, He's a monster. Is Dr. Phil a monster? Maybe that's another like topic we should have. Yeah, we should. There we go. That's a whole, uh, that's a that's whole, a whole episode. episode. 
All right. Well, that's our meme for the day. And now we're just going to finish out with a quiz right now. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, a little quiz for you, and this is did a you, clue to what it is. Did you start the fire? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. This yeah. might be... Uh, I'm going to nominate this right now as the worst song. I looked it up this morning. I didn't think it would be on, but it was on a number of lists. Of as the worst song? song? Of all time. And that is what the quiz is about. You know what? My favorite... JFK, blown away. What else do what I else have to do? Like, to there's say. not... You know what? Drop that mic, Billy Joel. There's a great... Uh, I think it was on Slate. Um, someone wrote about, like, the the Billy the Billy Joel, like, catalog and just how, like, um, uh, Billy Joel's songs, like, he hate, it's clear that he, like, hates his audience and the people who are... And the characters in his songs and the people who are listening. Just his disdain yeah. for you as you're listening to his music. He has contempt. So this is the quiz. Right. The quiz is, if you can get through... Two years of the song. Just give me. I'll give you the the references, and you just give me the year. No, 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 no. Just give me knowledge of who the person is. Oh, or okay. What just oh. any little oh, bit of. Oh, oh, I got and it. So I if you can you. get through two years, we're done. Otherwise, we're going through the whole song, baby. <laughs> and this podcast is already long. Oh crud! All right, so uh, it begins in the year 1949. Okay, I believe that the year of William Joel's. Glorious birth. <laughs> Sir William Joel's glorious birth. Joel. Harry Truman. Uh, Harry Truman was the president of the United States following Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Doris Day. Uh, Doris Day was an actress who was in things. Good enough. Red China. Red China. Well, that was uh, Mao Zedong, uh, communist China. Johnny Ray. Uh, Johnny Ray was a musician. Uh, who played music. Uh, some called him Johnny Be Good. Oh, I don't know if I can get... Can you name a single song of Johnny Ray? Johnny Ray, rock and rock... Oh, uh, uh, tick-tock rock clock. Oh, I, I'm going to decide. One o'clock, 12, 10 o'clock. We'll see how the rock, rest rock, of this year goes. Rocking around the clock. That's South Pacific. South Pacific, a great musical. Belly high, we'll find you. Walter Winchell. Walter Winchell... Um, <laughs> Invented the windshield. Oh, I would have given you this year because all you had left was Joe DiMaggio. Oh, and he did, uh, the hit king, Joe DiMaggio. That's all you had. So, who okay. was you? Tell me who Walter Winchell was. He was a, a a king making gossip columnist. He had a radio show and a column, and he, uh, you know, uh, Rona Barrett is that name ringing? Nope, Just not a, one bell ringing. There used to be these people who could uh, make or break careers through the gossip they peddled on the radio and the. And uh, in those heady days, Walter Winchell. I, I, I only know about local gossip columnist uh, CJ. CJ. <laughs> She's a kingmaker of, of her uh, own. Oh, All right. I think Perez Hilton. 1950, could Joe McCarthy. Joe McCarthy, Senator Joe McCarthy, and the McCarthyism. So he was the House Committee on Un American Activities or something like that. Good enough. Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon was he was vice president under uh, Eisenhower, um, and then became later became president of the United States and resigned office in disgrace with the Watergate scandal. Studebaker. Studebaker was a kind of car, like roadster, that people were really into. Television. Uh, <laughs> the boob tube. Idiot box. Uh, North Korea. South Korea. 
Well, that's referring, of course, to the Korean conflict, um, the war between uh, forces backed by the United States and uh, communist forces backed by the likes of China, which ended up dividing the Korean peninsula between the communist north and the uh, later later Democratic South. Although it was kind of a military dictatorship for a while in the South, too. Marilyn Monroe. Uh, the great Marilyn Monroe, a pinup uh, icon, uh, famous for singing "Happy Birthday, Mr. President." So that I'm getting to think that your roommate didn't have that voice. This is just the voice that you go to when you imitate anyone. It is your I kind of Ethel, I, I Ethel Mermaned her up a little bit. There. You did. You roommated her up. Uh, Rosenberg's. This is you got through oh. that year. I'm sorry, I oh. gotta give you credit. You got through 1950. 1951, Rosenberg. So these people were accused of being spies for the Soviet That's Union, right? good enough. H-bomb. Uh, the hydrogen bomb, much more uh, powerful and terrifying than the atomic bomb. Even. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray Leonard, boxer. Sugar Ray who? Uh, uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yes. Ooh, yeah, there was, he's the... Oh, Mark McGrath. Um, and, yeah. uh, every morning there's a halo hanging Ugh, from the... <laughs> get the chills just from you doing that. They were so popular. Pan Moon Jam. Pan Moon Jam. One word. P-A-N-M-U-N-J-O-M. Can you read it again? Pan Moon Jam. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Yes. Rosenberg's H-bomb, <laughs> Sugar Ray, Pan Moon Jam. That's one thing. Is that like a like a... An Eastern guru of uh, philosophy and meditation, a spiritual, a spiritual no, guru. It was, we're going back to the uh, Korean conflict. This is where the uh, the the resolution to it was drafted. Oh, okay. job. So Brando and the King and I, the Catcher in the Rye, will skip because you failed this year already. Uh, Nineteen fifty-two, Eisenhower, a president of the United States. Vaccine. Uh, it was important to get your polio vaccine so we could eradicate polio. That's correct. England's got a new queen. Oh, that was this is when Queen Elizabeth, our, our who current? still reigns, yeah. the longest reigning monarch. Yeah, Elizabeth Marciano, Rocky Marciano, the you know Italian white heavyweight champion. Liberace. Liberace was a very flamboyant man who played the piano. Yes, he was. Uh, a little fact about him: he every mother who loved Liberace hoped that their daughter would marry him. That was like a very popular. Really? Yeah. I, they, they, there was that avenue was closed <laughs> off, unbeknownst afraid. to them. I'm afraid that's not going to happen. Santiana, goodbye. Santiana, goodbye. All you have to just give me a what do you think it means, and you'll you'll probably get it. Santa Yana. Santiana. How do you spell it? S A N T A Y A N A. Like a leader, a, you know, a leader, a world leader who died. Ah, oh, so close. He's a philosopher, Santiana. I've never heard of Santiana. Really? No. Wow. What's his famous? Uh, Those who uh, are do ignorant teach, of history oh. are doomed, doomed to, to repeat, repeat it. it. I oh. believe is his. Ooh, all right, we're God. marching through it. I don't care if this podcast is two hours. Let's keep going. It's long already. There's no time. We have no time limit. No, Who cares? I know. It's, look, you're run. if you run, will you listen to us? You're going to have to just gut it out a little <laughs> extra, longer today. Extra lap. Four or five. Joseph Stalin. Oh, the, uh, I mean, uh, leader of the, premier of the Soviet Union. I mean, one of the most vicious people what? in human history. Uncle Joe. Oh, he was good when, when he was helping us kill Nazis. He was good, you know. Malenkov. Oh, Malenkov? Uh, that sounds like some kind of Russian person, but I have no idea who I'm that is. I'm going to give you that. That's, it's just a, yeah, a <laughs> Soviet leader. Nasser. 
Oh, uh, Nasser. Uh, th- this was the Suez conflict. Um, uh, Abdel Nasser was the was he the leader of uh, of Egypt in Correct. the Suez conflict against the Prokofiev. British? Prokofiev. Prokofiev. He must have been a. Um, well, he wasn't a Czech or a Hungarian uh, anti-communist leader. Oh, come on. See, this is why you failed the classical music quiz. He's a uh, composer. He's a, compo- a Russian composer. Then we had Rockefeller, Campanella, and Communist Bloc. We're marching on, people. Roy Campanella. Was Roy Campanella a boxer? No, he, wasn't he a baseball player? Baseball player, Roy Campanella. Roy Campanella was an all-star catcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers. He was paralyzed in a car accident. Oh, man. 1954, we are up to. All right. Uh, did I get one year? Yeah, you're on okay. one. We, it's right. just one and out. How far does he take us in time? There's, uh, I think, 20 pages. <laughs> no, not, there's not that many. Uh, Roy Cohn. Oh, dude, that, I, was he a boxer? Ah, <laughs> oh, he, he was uh, Joseph McCarthy's, he, he was part of the hearings in the, the, the... Oh, was he, like, did he famously take the fifth, or did he He was, argue? like, a lawyer for him or an advisor for him. Oh, okay. Uh, Juan Perón, Toscanini, Dacron, Denben Poo Falls. Was, it, was Denben Poo, was that, what was that? Uh, oh, was that It was the fall of Vietnam? the city, yeah. Uh, rock Around the Clock. That's a famous rock song. Okay. All right. We're going to get through this one. I look with confidence ahead of me, and I can see it in your eyes. Okay. We're almost done okay. with this. I don't care. Keep going. I like it. I think it's fun. Einstein. Albert Einstein, uh, you know, the great uh, Swiss physicist. Uh, I just know him as a dude who looks good on posters in dorm rooms. And he, like, sticks out his tongue. Yeah, he's crazy. And he was also in the movie IQ, and he said, Vahoo! Was he in, uh, I am ignorant of the world, was he in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I, uh, or were they more like... I've never seen... Oh, I, I haven't seen it. I've either. never seen it. Um, I did, uh, w- when I lived, I went to a Princeton Theological Seminary, lived in Princeton, New Jersey. Would He lived right next to the seminary. So, you know, one of the things that you show people, Einstein, Einstein's house. And he would oh, co- I thought you were talking about Bill and or Ted. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Einstein. The- and he'd constantly cut through, you know, as he's cutting through town, he'd cut through the seminary ground. So you would see, you know, Einstein just walking around. You would? No, I mean, if uh, <laughs> one, one would win one. Oh, no. James Dean. James Dean, the, I mean, the iconic actor. Bad boy. Rebel also, without a Also cause. looks good on a poster. Yeah. Brooklyn's got a winning team. Uh, the Dodgers win the World Series. Davy Crockett. Uh, I mean, it probably was like a TV show, but we know Davy Crockett as the great explorer, you know. Peter Pan. Peter Pan, musical, movie, TV show, you know, never boy never is going to grow up. I was just in London. <laughs> I was just in London. <laughs> oh, do tell, Mike. In Hyde Park, there's a Peter Pan sculpture, which is a little more disturbing than I thought. It's just not the Peter Pan that you or I would <laughs> of recognize. Of yours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, look it up. It's, it's very odd. He's standing on like a pile of souls or something. It's very strange. Uh, <laughs> is that how he never grows up yeah, as he continues to eat souls? Eat souls. Elvis Presley. Uh, the, Ameri- the iconic American rock and roller. And your final question, and we're done with this, Disneyland. Uh, Disneyland opened, of course, the brainchild of the great Walt Disney, a fantasy land for children of all ages. And it opened where? That's just for bonus points. Um, it was in Anaheim, California. That is correct, yeah. Yeah, not Los Angeles, but Anaheim. I've been right. to Disneyland, although we went to, um, we didn't go to Disneyland, but what's the one right next to it? Uh I don't know. I've never been there. It's uh, it's like there's like the that is park there like and then a there's knock a, off uh, Disney. No, no, no. It's like another park. Like in in Anaheim, they have two parks, 
and it's like Great America or something. I can't remember the name, but there, it, we went to there. It's where the Tower of Terror is, is the other uh, the other one. So I have been to the Disneyland world. People in Southern California love, they love the heck out of Disney. Yeah, they really do. There, there are people quite devoted to it. It's too expensive. It's a ripoff. Hey, hey, hey. They're one of our sponsors. Oh, sorry. sorry. I love Disney. Got to go Disney. It's magical. It's wonderful. The wonderful world of Disney. And, you know, uh, we should do a a department on biggest rackets, the Disney Vault. Oh, what is that? Oh, where they take movies and stick them back in. Yeah, yeah. You can't get them anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the Disney Vault. It's an evil thing, and they treat it like it's some wonderful thing they do. Oh, well, folks. Pod top. Put it on our pod top list. Pod pod topics. Uh, That's a business business speak for uh, topics, upcoming (laughs) topics. Uh, we've gone uh, long on our podcast today. We hope it was worth it. It's free. It's free podcast. <laughs> it Bonus free. free podcast. And uh, we have the live show coming up. Please come out and see us on March 8th. Otherwise, we will be back with another important issue of the day. This is Like Trees Walking. I am Michael J. Nelson. I am David Berge. Thank you for listening. And this is the great William Joel. Not so tall, just